Koppel, host of the Time for Coffee podcast, where you get firsthand career advice into the jobs and industries that interest you the most. And before we start today's show, I have a quick favor to ask you. If you haven't already, I'd be incredibly grateful if you give us a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you're like me, you need to do it now because you'll forget later and because it's the best way to help others who may be in search of career advice to find this free resource. So press pause if you haven't done it and do it right now. I'll wait. Thanks so much and enjoy today's show. Java Junkies, welcome back to another episode of T4C. If you're interested in journalism, the media and public affairs, or if you'd like to learn how to up your ante when it comes to interviewing skills, then this is the episode for you. Because my next guest is an Emmy award-winning journalist with more than 30 years of experience reporting from around the world. But before I introduce you to Frank Sesno, I want to make sure you've signed up for the Java Junkies Journal. That's time for Coffee's weekly newsletter that comes out on Mondays and gives you an exclusive peek inside the episodes and the professions we're going to be featuring that week. Just head over to the Time for Coffee website at time, the number four, coffee.org, and the sign up box is right there on the homepage. Now, my news and current events junkies, please grab your mug and take a chug of your favorite caffeinated beverage because it's time for another caffeinated career conversation. And my guest is Frank Sesno, the director of the George Washington University's School of Media and Public Affairs, where he leads over two dozen world-class faculty members, and teaches classes on the art of the interview, journalism ethics, and sustainability reporting. Frank has interviewed heads of state as well as Nobel Prize-winning scientists, renowned scientists, renowned economists, Hollywood celebrities, CEOs, best-selling authors, and leaders from a wide range of industries. Frank also created PlanetForward.org, a user-driven web and television project that brings students and experts together to examine sustainable innovations that move the planet forward. The project is produced by the George Washington University's Center for Innovative Media. And Frank is the author of the book, Ask More, The Power of Questions to Open Doors, Uncover Solutions, and Spark Change. Frank, welcome to Time for Coffee. Are you sufficiently caffeinated and ready to go? I am as I am every day, over caffeinated and ready to go. So, oh yeah, my I'm gosh! <laughs> well, we should let our listeners know that you have a little bit of a cold and a cough, and you know, a little bit under the weather. But that is not going to dampen the enthusiasm that I know that you have for our young listeners and giving them guidance as they seek to break into, in this case, the industries of journalism and public affairs. The first espresso shot, Frank, is what entry-level jobs are available to young people who are eager to break into those fields? Lots of entry-level jobs. I'd like to say to people that it may not be a great time to be a 52-year-old in, in these areas, but it's a great time to be a 22-year-old. Digital media, social media, video production, 
storytelling generally, connecting with new voices. These are the skills that 22-year-olds bring to these jobs. doesn't need to be deep in experience, but needs to be deep in energy. So that, those are good starting points, and there are different ones in, in each of these areas and, and in regions across the country, really. Fantastic. And you mentioned skills. What, in your opinion, are useful, hard and soft skills that you look for in the young people that you've hired over the years? Well, you know, the young people I've hired over the years and also the young people who are getting jobs, I'd say the skills in the field, social media and digital media really are the coins of the realm right now. Mm. Everybody wants to grow their community. Everybody wants to reach out and knowing how to use effectively community building tools across social media in a positive way. Very important. Video production. People want to be able to, to make videos, whether it's a company it's a candidate. It's a startup business. And those video skills, obviously it applies in journalism, are, are important too. And believe it or not, writing and speaking, being able to put sentences together in a coherent fashion, paragraphs that complete a thought and larger strategic projects that have a sort of a beginning, a middle and end, a horizon. This is our three-year plan. These are very important skills. Soft skills, show up early, leave late, <laughs> work really hard and acknowledge what you don't know even as you make clear what you do know so that you come to a job with both energy and confidence, but also humility and a real sense that you want to learn, that you want to be on this team. And even though you're young and you're starting out, you know that you can do something that will make this a better team, that you're committed to whatever it is this team is doing so that everybody wins. Fantastic. What about someone's major, Frank? Is it a deciding factor to get into the journalism profession, the public affairs profession? In other words, if they haven't studied it, is it a deal breaker? No, majors are important, but they're not they're not make or breakers. <laughs> and there are plenty of journalists who never studied journalism. My major was American history at a place you know well, I think, called Middlebury College. Absolutely. <laughs> and what that gave me the tools to do was be curious and dig deep and find a quote and build a narrative around that. So I think that today for journalists or for people who are going into public affairs, yes, you want to be connected with current events. Yes, you want to be connected with sort of the ethical frame around these areas. But whether you're an economics major or a biology major or a religion major, being able to connect those majors to the storytelling that you want to do, that's what really matters. And what I think matters even more, as I said earlier in response to the question about soft skills, is saying to somebody and projecting to somebody that you're going to work your guts out uh, to succeed, to learn, and to be part of a team. Wonderful. Not the working the guts out part, but I get where you're coming from. And that is absolutely fantastic advice. What about a graduate school degree, Frank? And this is less so for entry-level jobs, more so for someone who would like to be the director of a prestigious center at a university or who would like perhaps to make it up to the C-suite in the field of journalism and media or public affairs? Well, first of all, I don't think there's one, and I speak from you know a very strong sense of personal conviction on this, I don't think there's one formula for anything. However, if you're really looking to, to run something, if you're looking to be seen as an expert and have expertise in a field, graduate degrees 
take you much deeper than an undergraduate degree will do. They confer a level of, as I say, expertise and even authority in certain areas that many employers and people are, are looking for. There are people, there are the Bill Gates of the world, right? He's done pretty fine without advanced degrees. But, you know, there are, there are more who have those, those degrees. So I think, again, it depends. But if you want to be a filmmaker, Having an MFA is going to bring you deeper into the art and the history and the structure of filmmaking. That just makes sense. If you want to be a business person, having an MBA, okay, there's pushback on this in areas now. I know probably will help. I would say to anyone who's thought, who's thinking deeply, thoughtfully about their career, that they should very seriously consider a graduate degree, carefully chosen to give them the tools and the depth. Really, it's the depth needed to sustain an entire career. Gotcha. Okay. All right. Now let's move outside the classroom and explore the kinds of life experiences that you think would be most useful for young people to have who are starting out in the field of journalism or public affairs. Get out of whatever bubble you're in. First thing is get out of, if if you've grown up and you've gone to school in a rural area, go to a city. If you've been in a city, go to a rural area. Get out there and talk to real people. Don't just cover news conferences. Don't just cover the mayor. Don't just cover the police chief. Go and see and report on and experience how people are living their lives. It's the single mom with three kids. It's the business person who's trying to start a business and hire people. It's the tax accountant who's trying to figure out the new tax code. It's the the immigrant family or the fifth generation farmer. All of these people have different stories to tell. They believe different things. They have different backgrounds. To sample that, that's the richest part of being a journalist, I think. And in today's age, where we're so polarized and we've got bubbles, pushing yourself into an experience that's going to put you in those different places, first of all, it makes you a better journalist. Secondly, it makes you a better person. Third, I think it creates a much deeper level of empathy because you have to tell these different stories from these different perspectives. And to me, that's always been the magic of journalism. And it's it's too often forgotten now because there's been such a collapse, in, especially in local journalism. But that's what I believe strongly young journalists should be doing. Fantastic advice, Frank. So the next question has to do with What the best part for you has been of being a journalist? I recognize that you are currently in academia, but you are still a journalist as well. What has been the part of this career that you've had now for a number of decades that has captured and held your imagination? So much. I mean, it's first to me, it's about people and the complexity of our lives and understanding those stories and then finding a way to tell them in a, in a compelling way. The thing that still fascinates me the most is kind of the, the, the genius of the human species. You know, we invent things, we create systems, we have governments, we build monuments, we go to war. You know, what what drives this? Where where does this come from? And at all these different levels, that's what interests me the most. And the opportunity I've had, whether it's traveling the world to see where our energy supplies are coming from or crawling through the jungles when I was a young reporter in Central America and talking to these kids who were, you know, toting guns and fighting their government. What drives people to do the things they do? And to have access to those people and to be able to ask those questions and then have the challenge of telling those stories, 
that's just fascinating. That's just constant discovery about the world we live in. That's what is the most magical for me. Mm, Love it. We know that no matter what job we have in any career, there are aspects that aren't so much fun. So (laughs) what is the part of your current job, Frank, as the director of the George Washington University's School of Media and Public Affairs that sucks the most? (laughs) So you ask me what's great about journalism and what sucks about academia. Hmm, Let me think about (laughs) it. Well, first of all, I'm going to tell you that there's a lot that doesn't suck and it doesn't suck, you know, quite the contrary. I love working with young people and students. I love seeing light bulbs go on. I love bringing the class together and putting a really challenging, very vexing, you know, problem on the table and saying, okay, go figure this out. I love seeing people launch their careers and then having them come back as somebody did just the other day, 10 years in and show me the success that they've had and say, you know what? It started when I was a college student and I was learning and I was a sponge and you inspired me or the place inspired me or whatever else. So there's a lot that's great. I think the thing that is most difficult for me now about the job that I'm in now is seeing the debt that so many students have to carry. The cost of higher education, the cost of a college education in this country is is unthinkable to me. And it's gone up, you know, and with respect to, you know, meeting national income. Yes, there's more financial aid. Yes, there's plenty of opportunity and ways to get around some of this. But we have students carrying more debt than they ever had. So what sucks to me is when I have a student come to me and a parent has, God forbid, died or lost a job and they're up against it. Those are the easier ones, actually, because when there's a big change in life like that, we can help. But sometimes at the margins, it's hard to help. And I hate to see any young person, you know, struggling with whether they continue with their education or not because of some arbitrary financial event in their in their lives that they cannot control. Mm, absolutely. absolutely. That is Without a doubt, I'm sure an incredibly challenging and difficult part of your job. Yeah, that's that's when you wish you had, you know, a bottomless pot of money and complete discretion and you could just sort of give it away. Absolutely. So three final espresso shots, Frank. What what is the best career advice you've ever gotten? (laughs) When I was a senior in college, a professor took me out. We went out for a beer. We could do that then. And he said, have multiple careers. Don't just type one. Think of your life as a big, long story. Think of it in chapters and think about how you want to approach your life in chapters. And I did that. And I love that. And that's the advice that I got that I treasure. It's the advice I give to everybody. Your work career is going to be a long road. There are going to be setbacks and zoom aheads and completely unexpected things that happen, unexpected opportunities and unexpected challenges. And thinking of it in chapters and thinking you're not going to do the same thing, that you're going to deliberately push yourself and use new brain muscles. Best advice I ever got. Absolutely love that. As someone who is on her fourth career, I second that. I didn't get that advice, but I wish I had actually, because I thought maybe I was the odd man out. And what I've come to see is that, in fact, we are right in the norm. This is very natural. And it's good. And it's exciting. A hundred percent. So two final espresso shots. What movies, if any, or Netflix, Hulu, Amazon shows, or books, do you think accurately depict your profession, Frank? Oh, well, my fa- one of my favorite movies, certainly picking our profession, is Spotlight. 
I think the movie of investigative journalism digging into a serious problem, um, showing the incredible work to track down people who could talk about it, to track down documents to support it, to reveal a terrible thing that was happening where no lights had been shed, where no accountability had really been demanded. It is a very, very, it's a riveting story. And it's a really important thing for people who are going into the profession and people who have nothing to say about the profession and don't have any idea about the profession to see, especially now when we have all these allegations of fake news and all this other kind of stuff. For people to see what journalism really is and the mission it should have, I'll hold Spotlight high. The other book that I think everybody should be reading now, it's not necessarily about the profession, but I recommend John Meacham's The Soul of America. Understanding that this country has never had an easy ride, that we've always had strife and things that have made us uncomfortable and figured our way through it. Whether you're a journalist reporting on that or you're a citizen living through that, great lessons there. Fantastic. We'll make sure to include both of those in the show notes for this episode. Final espresso shot. What would Java junkies be surprised to learn about your profession, Frank? My profession. Java junkies would probably be surprised to learn about this profession that it doesn't pay very well. <laughs> People think that everybody is, you know, a network star or, you know, a big deal columnist and they're living a high life in Washington. Most journalists are not paid well. They live close to the communities they cover. They are from those communities. They are a part of those communities. It is not a glamorous life, but it's a very important life because they're in many cases the glue of those communities or how people know what the mayor is doing or what's happening in the schools or wherever else. So perhaps the surprising thing would be it's not as glamorous as Spotlight might show. <laughs> you're not in front of a camera most of the time. You're just out there doing the work, but it's really, really important work that people care about whether they realize it or not. Yeah. And if they could only see how harried we are and crazed we are before and right after we're on camera, I think that would raise a few eyebrows as well. No, we're just human beings, right? Absolutely. Frank is the author of the book, Ask More, The Power of Questions to Open Doors, Uncover Solutions, and Spark Change. And if you want to learn more about what Frank does as the director of George Washington University's School of Media and Public Affairs and how to ask the right questions to open doors and uncover solutions, check out the show notes for this episode to see if Frank's main T4C interview has already dropped. Frank, thanks so much for making Time for Coffee today with me and the Time for Coffee community. This was just wonderful. It's been my total, total pleasure. Thank you so much. Thanks so much for listening to this latest episode of T4C. And if you're interested in learning more about my coaching services for confused college students and recent grads, feel free to check out the Time for Coffee website under the coaching tab at time, the number four, coffee.org or text me at 202-236-5712. That's 202-236-5712. Oh,